Welcome to Put a Word on It, these wonderful reflections we've had a number of weeks where we've gone back and brought back some of the great people that we interviewed at the beginning. This is our third season of doing this. And one of the guys that just lights up your smile every time you see him is a man who smiles himself all the time. Kurt Campbell is on staff here. He's been on staff since 2005. You can't meet him without him saying, hey brother, how you doing? And his story is so powerful. It's not drug addiction, but it's these other things that can happen in your life that bring you to a point of saying, Lord, I'm yours. Change me. And he's used that with full inspiration to all of these men for all of these years. You'll love it. Here's Kurt Campbell. Welcome to Put a Word on It, a podcast presented by Men of Valor. In each episode, we're going to talk with a different man, but each one with a unique journey from brokenness to freedom. I'm your host, Rudy Kalis. I spent over 40 years as a TV sportscaster, then retired and joined the Men of Valor program as a volunteer. So join the conversation. Reconciling men to God, their families and society. Well, welcome to another edition of Put a Word on It, brought to you by Van Meter Insurance, wonderful folks that have supported us a great deal, and we thank you for it. Kurt Campbell is the program director here at Men of Valor. He's been with it from the very beginning on with Carl Carlson. It's always interesting to me how people can get involved in something, and in some cases, it's not that they had a whole troubled background, but the little things in life kind of come together and build someone that in many ways can kind of relate to you and me. It's not a case of necessarily an addiction. It's a case of what goes on in your head when you think you're really important. Here's Kurt Campbell. You've got to be busy as all get out now, the way this program is growing. Uh, is it overwhelming to you a little bit, Kurt? Uh, at times, if it wasn't so obvious that God is doing his thing here, it would be overwhelming. My belief from a faith standpoint is that we continue to herald the name of Jesus Christ, period, unashamedly. And it's who we are. It's what we're about. It's why we do what we do. And I just think God honors that. I, I don't know what else to say because we are imperfect, Rudy. I was with a board member yesterday and he said, tell me what's really going on at Men of Valor. You know, and uh, and it was fun to tell him. I mean, just some of the drama that happens here on a weekly basis. It's very difficult. We're dealing with 90 plus percent full blown addicts, you know, of difficult drugs and terrible backgrounds. And so it's not easy, but people are intrigued mm. and they start to come. And the more God's people come and see what he's doing and become a part of what he's doing. I, that's the growth. I love going back how things come together. You're the program director. You've been with this program since the day it began. But take me back as a kid. Where'd you grow up? Yeah, so I grew up in Texas, right. uh, born in Colorado. I got Colorado in my blood. I love the mountains. But uh, grew up in Texas in a great home. My folks have been married 55 years now and went to school at Baylor there. And uh, that's where God really got a hold of my life. Uh, I grew up in a church, but it wasn't really a Bible teaching church. It was more kind of a social, you know, religious kind of upbringing, which kind of led to my story of what I would say my own prison was, uh, that, that God in His mercy 
thank you, Jesus set me free from at age 27 was a, a prison of performance and reputation and what other people thought of me. And, you know, he could use me more because I was, I didn't cuss and I didn't drink. I didn't, so I didn't do drugs and I was a virgin and all these things that started to kind of take root in my heart as pride. I was totally unaware of it. I was just a good guy in my mind. Right. And, uh, but this root of pride took over and, uh, God exposed it when I was 27 in a dramatic way. Uh, I'd asked a buddy of mine to take us through a discipleship program he'd been through. And so in Genesis, right before the flood, God said, I will not contend with man forever because the only inclination of his heart is only evil all the time. I mean, this was a strong statement from God. Ooh, yeah. And uh, so he's going to flood the earth. He's going to get rid of everybody except this one righteous guy, Noah. So we get to the end of the flood narrative. And the only people left are Noah and his family. He offers this sacrifice to God. And God says, I will never flood the earth again, even though every inclination of man's heart is only evil all the time. And my buddy looked at us and he said, now, who's God talking about here? And I said, Chris, I have no idea because the only guy left is Noah and he's righteous. And Chris said, no, Kurt, he's talking about Noah and he's talking about you and he's talking about me, that the only inclination of our heart is only evil all the time. We had already studied Cain and Abel. Cain presented this offering to God and it wasn't pleasing to God. And he went away angry and downcast. And that was my response because I felt like I had offered my life to God as an offering and he was displeased with it. But this, this was amazing about it. My very best for God was not and will never be good enough for what I needed from him. And I knew that in my heart of hearts, which is why there was this constant striving and this mask wearing, always wanting people to like me and always trying to be the best and outperform and all these things. But I couldn't do that for God. And when he showed me that as crushing as it was, it was the most freeing thing in the world. Because for the first time in my life, Rudy, I could have I could have shared the gospel with you and I knew the truth of God's word, but I had not applied it to the fact that I could believe that God, he just loved me because he chose to. I mean, all I can say is it was the most freeing thing in the world. And I was set free. I was set free. My life verse since then um, has been Galatians 5.1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. So do not be bound again by a yoke of slavery. So how did this changed man meet Carl Carlson? How did you make the, the decision to join this ministry, which had to be completely different than the direction you thought you were going? Yeah. So I was playing a lot of basketball. I had some buddies here in Nashville who were great. A lot of them collegiate players. I didn't play in college, but I just said, hey, if I 
can get us in to play some prison teams. Will y'all go to prison with me? And they were fired up. So we used to go in and play basketball against inmates, share testimonies at halftime. And, and uh, I met Carl through the YMCA. He, I was a sports director there, was uh, running a program his kids were in. He was coaching. And one day he shared his story with me and told me he was fixing to start a prison ministry. And I said, well, if you do, let me know. I said, I got a group of guys. We'll come volunteer. So that's what happened. And, and uh, he invited me to come on staff in 2005. And so it's crazy. You know, even to this day, I wouldn't say I feel called to prison ministry necessarily. I just know this is where God has me. And he's using me here. And I love being a part of it and getting to share. I've never been addicted to you know, a narcotic or alcohol or whatever. I've been addicted to pride and performance and I've experienced freedom. And there's once you've experienced freedom, you want everybody to have it. And the, our staff, our volunteers, guys like you that just kind of want to be a part. It's a great accountability for me. It's a great place to serve in community with other believers. And it's amazing. <laughs> I feel so blessed to be here. Well, the name of the program is put a word on it. So have you got one for man, me? Man, I'm going to stick with freedom, Rudy, and Galatians like 5.1, man. And just an encourager to anybody that's listening who maybe believes they have to be good enough to be loved by God, man. We've been set free from that. And we don't use that freedom as a license to sin, but... We use it to glorify God. We've done a wonderful job for a long time. Keep smiling, keep working, Thanks, my friend. Rudy. Love you, man. Well, let me put a word on it. I love the word freedom, because again, I was thinking about Braveheart, where he hollered, freedom. But there is a freedom in Christ. We spend our lives, many of us, with our fists clenched tight. It's the hardest thing to let it go and just open it up and say, Lord, I give myself to you. It takes a freedom that just flows from you. And that's what Kurt has done all these years, all these faithful years. He keeps smiling. He keeps wanting to feed into other people's lives. He knew God led him on this path. And now he's making such a difference in so many lives. Thanks for joining us. Join us again next time for Put a Word on It. You've been listening to Put a Word on It. We would love for you to subscribe wherever you download fine podcasts. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify. Put a Word on It is brought to you by Men of Valor. To learn more, go to movministry.com.